talking to all of my studio. Welcome back, everyone. This is episode four of The Unpopular Voice, and I'm your host, Anne Marie. Today is a wonderful day. I have been up for hours. It's pretty early in the morning. And I've been flowing with creative inspiration all morning. I've been writing all morning, just dreaming up the essence of what my, my the, the rest of my projects will look like. And I'll let you know more about that soon coming up. I want to tell you today about some definitions. And these definitions have everything to do with the laws of life. The Unpopular Voice podcast is powered by the laws of life. It was created as a result of me understanding that there are certain laws in life that are irrefutable. What the laws of life is, is my organization. Laws is spelled L-A-W-E-S. It is my maiden name, the one that I was given when I was born by my family, by my father. And ever since the day that I decided I was happy and elated to be a laws, I understood my power. Well, at least I understood a fraction of my power at that point, just owning my identity and I found myself. Within that, my company, The Laws of Life, was formed. And because I formed Laws of Life, of course, the unpopular voice was formed. And now I'm able to talk to you more about all these things that have been sitting during my brain. And I've made way for them. So today we're going to talk about a number of definitions that were formed because the laws of life challenged me to make a clearer understanding of who I am and what I am creating and what I'm sharing with other people. So some terms for you that we're going to discuss this today is emotional Pay yourself first emotionally and uh, shorten as P-Y-S-F-E. Deliberate self-care, emotional constipation, and emotional currency. All these terms came to me because of the journey that I've been on and learning more about myself first and foremost, so I can learn more about the product and services that I am bringing to the world, how I'm showing up in the world. So let's talk about emotional. And when I talk about emotional, the word motion within that word is capitalized. Being emotional means to actively express more than your top two or three go-to emotions daily. Sharing your truth when it matters the most. Systematically being in active participation of emotionally validating activities to be emotionally healthy. Now, all these definitions, disclaimer, I should have given it first, but I didn't, disclaimer. I, I didn't come up with a whole the whole definition myself. Yes, it's based on my experiences and what I've read. However, you're not going to find this exact, these exact definitions in the dictionary. The dictionary, just like any other book, was created by a person based on their perception of what they've seen in a collection of um, 
information. So I've come up with my own versions of what words mean. And I put them together and what makes the most sense to me. So I created, I realized uh, not too long ago, actually, that the word motion was contained in the word emotional. And within the realms of where I am, what I've been working on, I realized that to be emotional was me actually being active and just showing up as being more than frustrated, angry, and sad. I needed to show up as who I actually want to be, which is happy and joyful and grateful. So that's the reason why I came up with um, that term. And I talk about showing up as more more than your top three emotions daily because we have, we affect more than just ourselves. Our emotions are energy. We think about our emotions as energy, which they actually are. We're actually touching other people within our, um, who's within our our, our, uh, like uh, space, right? And sometimes the person doesn't even need to be in your space. They just need to have some sort of connection with you for you to affect them. So take, for instance, if you're only showing the most, the one emotion you're showing the most is frustration. Guess how that person is interpreting you and think about how they are going to respond to you. At some point, if especially if they're not someone that you love or if they are, they're going to start to disengage from you and they're going to avoid you or avoid the things that frustrate you and not tell you the truth anymore or act themselves around you because they already know that your go-to emotion, it's not your only emotion, it's your go-to emotion, is frustration. Children are very good at showing up with this. If they have a parent that is always angry, they're not going to go there. They're going to do all kinds of things to try to please you. Just one thing to think about, right? So, pay yourself first emotionally, the P-Y-S-F-E. It means to be actively participating and being aware of the eight dimensions of wellness. And in another session, I'm going to tell you more about the pay yourself first emotionally and the eight dimensions of wellness. That's a whole topic to itself that is long, but wonderful, wonderful. It's going to feel like it's short, but it's, I feel like it's such a big topic that it needs its own, own podcast. But to break it down really, really, um, really, really short is one of the dimensions of, um, the eight dimensions of wellness is emotional wellness. And we literally just talked about a portion of being emotional is where we're actively engaging ourselves in our emotions, through our emotions, not around them. And being in activities that can help us do that. One such activity that I do personally is finger painting. That helps me to move from point A to point B and release those emotions, right? So... That's just one example of being emotionally um, in emotional wellness. Let's talk about deliberate self-care. 
Now, these words, and just like every other word, have been around for a very long time. However, there was a time when I was going through feeling extremely overwhelmed, anxious, really, really sad. I feel like if I went to the doctor, they would have told me that I was diagnosed with being depressed. However, I don't stay in any one emotion for very long. So... I created the word deliberate self-care after I realized the activities that I was doing and how I was feeling so good. And after I completed, I want to say like 50-something paintings and my head was above water, I realized that what I was embodying was deliberate self-care. I was deliberately engaging in activities personally for myself not that anybody told me to do it how to do it I taught myself I engaged myself I deliberately did it and I deliberately showed more than my top two or three emotions because I was embodying deliberate self-care so the definition of that is an that I came up with is an attitude personified by an individual who values their emotional health first I had to learn to value my emotional health first Someone who is act is an active dreamer, dream maker, and embraces their why. There is no way that you could personify being um, in deliberate self-care if you're not embracing your why. You're deliberately doing act an activity to deliberately make yourself feel better. You're inspiring yourself. You're creating passion, fuel for your dreams. You can't they, they, they can't separate them. You cannot separate them. You're deliberately doing that act. So it's more than just the term self-care where people are like, you know what, go ahead and take a breather. Yes, go ahead and do that. That's one small step you can do. However, when you're doing deliberate self-care, you're creating fuel for your passion. You're creating fuel for your dreams to bring them actively into this world. That's what you're doing. And that's what you'll be doing when you work with me, of course. So... When we finger paint, it's so powerful. Let's talk about emotional constipation. Emotional constipation. And remember, the word motion is capitalized. And I'm going to explain why I capitalize motion at the end of this. Emotional constipation is one who knows they're hurting inside, has a lot to say but never says it, has a lot to feel, yet they hold it in. They're prepared to defend their shit with responses like, I'm okay, I will be okay when they are not. I can speak from experience when it comes to emotional constipation. I'm not sure if anybody else has come up with a definition of this. I'm really not concerned about that because I know what I'm feeling and I trust what I'm feeling. This whole time when I, when I didn't elect my unpopular voice to speak for me, speak out loud I was hurting inside I felt like I was gonna throw up all the time I felt like I my, my stomach hurt so bad like I always wanted to go number two in the bathroom I I my, my I was always sweating I was always hurting I was just aching crying hurt it just hurt I mean of course these are extremes but this is just how I felt because it's been um like what 20-something years of me, almost 30 years of me holding in my true emotions of what I actually feel and um, who I actually am. When you're emotionally constipated, no one, no, one, no one really knows who you are, not even yourself. 
because you never actually gave yourself a chance to express those feelings. You never got a, you never gave yourself a chance to get the motion. This is where the motion comes out of emotions. Our emotions are like energy. They move. Energy cannot be destroyed. It can be transferred or transformed. It cannot be destroyed. So there's the motion. You cannot destroy your emotions. All they do is bottle up inside of you. That's why I call it emotional constipation. It just stays there and it just grows and grows and grows and grows. And our bodies were not created to hold in all that energy. Our bodies are wonderful, uh, wonderful concepts and constructs. Because when we drink water, it nourishes our body. However, we have to expel some of that water at some point. Just like every other thing that we do with our body. Just because you can't see your emotions doesn't mean you're not feeling the effects of your emotions. And then you can see actually the effects of what they're doing when you don't hold them in or when you hold them in or when you don't hold them in. So... Emotional constipation is unhealthy. Remember that. To be emotionally constipated. Being emotionally constipated means you never get your needs met. First of all, by yourself. So, for instance, I never allowed myself to release what I was truly feeling. So I never met my own needs at any one point. I just kept on adding more and more and more on top of that and was frustrating. So, and I couldn't even appreciate when I was given opportunities to express myself because I wasn't giving myself a chance to, 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 to serve my needs. And when we are not serving our needs or when I wasn't serving my needs, I wasn't able to truly serve someone else either. An emotionally constipated person is a powerful being and they're a powerful um, concept they are being they are beaming with emotional energy that is ready to be released so recently i just spoke with one of my friends we were going through an emotional uh, session and i explained to her that she is powerful beyond measure and i can't even measure it and i asked her if she knew and she said yes i do but she really can't conceptualize it or how much it is. And I said, let me tell you just a little glimpse of what that'll look like for you. Right? What you look like right now. And what it looks like is a person that holds in a lot of energy. They're just holding it in, holding it in, holding it in, they're holding it in. It's like holding in doo-doo. Yeah, I said it. It's like holding in doo-doo. That's why it's constipation right it's waste it comes from us eating nutritious food if that's what we're eating either way it's still our body still creates waste from that right it's a byproduct of food holding it in so you're holding in all that energy doesn't matter if the energy is positive or negative it's still energy can't destroy it you just have to shift transform it or transfer it so, someone that is emotionally constipated is powerful and in, in, in some ways an un, uncontrollable, uncontrollable manner if it's not channeled properly. And this is why I finger paint. 
if this energy that's been stored for so long is not channeled properly, an explosion is going to happen or implosion for that matter. And a lot of times what that looks like is sickness. My friend said she's been feeling, she has a lot of uh, emotional health, uh, not emotional health, but physical health problems. And that's because of stored energy that has not been expelled. Now, how many of us can identify with feeling absolutely sick, even being diagnosed with, with um, a disease or something going, whatever's going on with you? And if you really think about it and trace back this, these feelings of feeling sick or the action of actually looking at yourself and like I'm visibly, visibly sick, you're most likely going to be able to attach the emotion to it. Or you may be sick, like you broke your, 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 your leg or something, like I tore my ACL and I visibly and physically became and mentally became sick because I was depressed from not being able to walk and do the things that I wanted to do like I used to do because I had to do surgery to fix the issue with my knee. And I was never the same after that because I never expressed to anyone that I felt helpless. I felt like I was useless and I was a soldier when this happened. So imagine when they called me up for duty and I, I, my response was, I'm injured. It's not looked at as something that's favorable. You feel like your days are numbered because you can't function. That's how, actually, that's how I felt. I felt like my days were numbered because I couldn't function like I normally would because I was hurt. And at the time I was healing. However, my healing process took a lot longer because of my, my thoughts because of the emotions, the emotions, the emotions that I did not express to anyone. And how it came out was me being frustrated and sarcastic and just angry. That's how I showed up in the world. So that is what it's like to be emotionally constipated. Now let's talk about the last uh, term that I've created and it's called an emotional currency. I'm sure somebody else came up with emotional currency too, but this is my definition for it. Emotional currency is the motion we pay or exchange for an intangible or tangible gain or loss. So like money, we pay we use money, a piece of paper. Now it's pretty much digital. We hardly touch money these days, or at least I don't. To pay for a service or good. And as a human being, we have emotional currency where we're paying for things with the motion of our emotions. We're paying for an idea we're paying for the stories that we tell ourselves. We're paying for holding on to those stories that we tell ourselves. Be the story, whether the story is positive or negative, that's up to us. It's the story we tell and we're paying in emotional currency. We're using that energy of our emotions right there, the emotions in it, to pay for, to holding on to that story, whether it's positive or negative. So... We get to really think about today 
how much emotional that motion and the emotional currency that we're paying to hold on to stories that aren't even true that in most cases are not even rational we get to think about that so these are just some of the terms that embodies the laws of life and that's why it was it's so it's important for me to be able to express to you that the unpopular voice is powered by the laws of life the laws of life are refutable just like modern nature we have our own internal understanding of who we are who we need to be sometimes the understanding is that you really don't know who you are because you haven't let go of the gone through the motions of your emotions and it's time to do that and i'm encouraging you to do that Maya Angelou said, you can only become truly accomplished with something you love. Do you want to feel truly accomplished? Embody something that you love. And the next podcast will be on the 10 percenter. I'm going to explain to you what that means, who that is, and why it's important to understand even embody or shift into being a 10 percenter thank you for tuning in this is Anne marie signing off from the unpopular voice have a great day are you curious to learn more about what we have to offer join us at our facebook page laws of life pop-up art galas that's www.facebook.com slash LOL Pop-Up Art Gala. There you'll learn more about our events that we have coming up, purchase tickets, and communicate with others that believe in the movement of being emotional. You may also purchase tickets and learn more about our crowdfunding for the Laws of Life Pop-Up Art Galas at www.patreon.com slash lawsoflife. That's www.patreon.com slash lawsoflife. You'll find out more information about our speakers, attendees, vendors, and advertisers and sponsors on that page and the rewards that are available for you when you join in as a founding member of the Laws of Life Pop-Up Art Galas. We are in it to win it and cultivating dreams as we go along.